Hey, what's up? This is Evan. And Michael. And this is Dungeon Talk episode 13. 13. We just finished episode 12 and we had a special guest, so you've already listened to that one. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, but it was different and hopefully we'll be able to do it better next time. Yeah, we like having a, uh, another person or two in the room who just kind of helps the conversation stay fresh. I think that it... I think that it goes better when we've had three or four people. I, I think agree. You and I get stale and boring. And, yeah, yeah, probably. And well, the phone thing was a little bit awkward. Like, I'm, I really hope the quality turned out well on that one. But just even the, the facial cues, like when some, you can tell when someone wants to interject or they have a point. Uh, there was a couple times when he stopped talking because he was done with his point. But I didn't know you or I didn't know that that was he was about to stop. Whereas when you're talking, I can kind of see just from your facial expressions that you're going to wrap up, right? And I'll know I'm ready to jump in. To jump in. So it's there was little, some blank, like some a second of dead time. Dead time. And there's a couple times where he tried to talk, and we would just kind of talk over him. I do that anyway. Yeah, you never shut up. Um, but then we would go back and say, "Hey, Rob, what did you have to say about that?" So the the conversation. I wonder did, if that puts him in a weird spot. I just I just stepped on you, <laughs> but I wonder if that puts him in a weird spot where he's like, uh, I, I didn't have anything to say, but they just went to me, so I need to come up with something anyway. Yeah, he was just like coughing. Or but he something. did really good. Yeah, uh, a good friend of mine. We played together up in Cleveland for years together. Uh, the group that we're in now, even though it's a it's evolved quite a lot. Like uh, in fact, no one is in the game now that was in the game originally like it's you've come in and gone nico's come in and stayed and other people but uh that group up there we played together for right around five years pretty much once a week and it was the same people every time uh it's still the most just be you just everybody liked the group and yeah. didn't have a reason to leave to or... leave when i moved away when i moved to cincinnati that's when the group broke up oh it's because you left oh yeah I, that was me and then um I'm trying to remember. Actually, it might have been Rich. Rich moved away, and I moved away, and I can't remember. I think Rich actually moved first, but we stayed together, everyone but him. And then after I moved away, it, it kind of broke apart. Uh, there were a couple other players that came in and left. But it still it was a fantastic group. We had so much fun. Uh, I learned a lot as a DM. He mentioned Jake as one of the DMs in that group. Um, Jake is one of those guys, much like I mentioned before, my best friend Brandon, maddenly good at being a dm but gets so bored quickly that you never finish anything like it's the best first session ever and then he never wants to play again or then he'll just kill everybody in the next session it's like oh man i love that game and you're all dead so going into that best first session ever because you said you wanted to talk about um player backgrounds right. or character backgrounds and how you come up with them well, when you guys did it in those games like for those five years how did you did you try it a lot of different ways or did you guys have one way that you pretty much stuck to every time and when you were coming up with characters? No, we would change uh, we would change uh, based on because because obviously the group been together that long there was a lot of uh, fluctuation in how things were done and eventually we came upon that rotating DM structure that we've talked about several times uh, and that was sort of just a natural evolution of the fact that we kept having games that would get destroyed. Or one person would decide they didn't want to run anymore. Again, Jake would have a great first session and not want to run again. So we kind of came up, okay, well, let's let's rotate. So you only have to run as long as you want, but let's keep the same characters. And what we ended up doing when we got to that point is we had come up with like a, a like a goody two-shoes version of a mercenary brand, band. And all of our characters were members of that group. And then it also allowed for, for character death. If someone's PC did die... 
it wasn't this really awkward, you meet at a bar or, hey, here's my cousin, Landfill 2. It was, here's another member of the same organization that is also a Goody Two-Shoes mercenary. He just joins the next group when, when we go out on the next mission. Kind of like SEAL Team 6. I mean, one guy might get out and retire, but that means that you're going to pull in another guy. Right, you just, someone else comes on and you're still SEAL Team, SEAL team 6. You're not 6.1, you're, mm-hmm. you know, and then you go on and do the mission. So it was very similar to that in the D&D terms. Just like SEAL Team 6. Just, exactly. We were completely like that if SEAL Team 6 were a bunch of fat guys in my basement <laughs> playing D&D. You don't know. <laughs> have you ever seen <laughs> SEAL Team 6? I have not, actually. Well, so. maybe that's why they don't want to be seen. <laughs> Better stop this conversation or I might have to kill you just okay. just just so you know um and then we also like we did a uh, one time i ran a game that was based off of firefly which i know i mentioned before i love that tv show and i created a basically my version of firefly where all the, the they were all basically bad guys uh except instead of being a spaceship it was a ship but it was a magical ship so they were first level characters and they had a ship that would be like a 20th level type of magic item I and mean, they had no no reason they should have it but it just made sense for the plot that they had a ship that basically the would go where they wanted on command. They didn't have to run it. Uh, and then they would, like, you know, attack other ships and then go hide. And they had a home base. And in that case, they all played very different characters. And that, that's what brought them together. Was that fun? Yes, we had a lot of fun. I, I'm ready to do something different. Whether, like, if we are able to finish up my game, finish up your game, and we come to another point like where we were a couple months ago where we were... We actually had a discussion. What are we going to do next? I'm I'm just ready. I have never done anything like that, and I have. I like the D and D rules. I'm not tired of the system. I like it, and I like what we're doing, and I like the way it works. But I would like to play in some settings that you don't play in when like in D and D next. So like, I would like to do like space travel or, um, be on a, sh- like a, a ship that flies around. Like maybe, you know, you're on a world or a planet somewhere, but then you're required to leave. And maybe there's like some combat from ship to ship mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I think that that would, I'm, I'm just ready for a change. And I think that that is a fun idea. Well, I know, and not necessarily trying to just to draw in the, the, the preset games or anything, but the the Star Trek or excuse me, the Star Wars rules probably would be a good fit for that because Star you, Wars, Star Wars, because you do have rules for combat, laser pistols and phasers and guns and lightsabers, but you also have ship to ship combat. You Is also- it similar and enough that you we you can just <coughs> transition to that and pretty much know what to do with a sheet and know yes uh, I I don't believe it's D twenty I think it's a what's called a D six like everything's based on D six and. Um, like you may have a power that you roll five d6 and you have a target number and if you roll a six you get to re-roll it so you know there's a way to get these really high numbers i I believe how it works the most current iteration um but as far as a character sheet you know you're going to have a character sheet that has stats and it may not i don't remember it says strength it may say vitality or power or something but you're going to be able to figure out okay that's my strength that's my dex that's my con here's my hit points when i get hit this subtracts you know, probably a 10 minute conversion and you'd be good to go. How do you feel about Disney making new star Wars movies? I'm excited about it. As long as Lucas has nothing to do with it. Well, I don't think he is. I think it's pretty much all. I I still think he has like the idea behind it, which, which I would be fine with because he, but they have the rights to it, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's a consultant 
with whatever that means. I mean, because he did come up with the original idea, and it's a fantastic They're, idea. I hope they consult with him with what not to do. Yeah, exactly. Midi-chlorians, that just needs to go away. The whole prequels never happened anymore. But yeah, I'm actually very excited about that. I, I have a... And J.J. Abrams, you know, yeah. he's not the greatest director in the world, but he's a solid director. The, the first Star Trek that just came out was fantastic. I think he just is hit or miss, but his hits are some of my favorites. Yeah. Like, Lost is probably my favorite show ever. Did ever. You, did you see uh, Super 8? Yeah. Okay, here's the thing. I enjoyed everything about that movie except for the monster. Like, it was a total, like, stand-by-me kids growing up. Like, if they had taken out everything they had to do with the alien monster, I would have liked that movie more. Every time that came up, I was disappointed. And that it was just an action version of E.T. Yeah, to a point, yeah. I didn't really think about that. But, yeah, there's definitely some similarities. Like, I knew what was coming in the end. I was like, this is going to be just like E.T. He's going to go home. He's going to leave. And some of the kids are going to be sad. And, like, yeah, I I was thinking too much about that during the movie for some reason. Yeah, it was a good movie. And this is, I don't know what I'm talking I, I was just going to say, we've gotten <laughs> so off topic. Well, you said you want to do something different. So this is different. We're just not going to talk about D&D this time. All right. That's fine. We probably only wasted five, ten minutes. Yeah. Um, well, the point that I... Well, along quick, with, let me finish this. I did that! Super 8. Wouldn't watch it again. I think I saw it in the theater, and then I think um, my wife wanted to watch it, so we rented it, and I don't think I'd ever watch it. I don't, it was okay. It just right. it was, wasn't that good. No, there's plenty of movies that I really enjoy, but I don't I don't think I ever need to watch them again. You know? Yeah. Well, there's other movies that I'll watch them every time they, they come on. Like you flip through the channels, you're like, holy shit, it's Caddyshack. Super Troopers. And you're just, you know, sitting there watching it for the next two hours and you're like, holy crap. Tremors. Not so much with me. Uh, <laughs> I watch it every time it's on. But I want to quickly mention, you know, obviously we do a podcast. I listen to a lot of podcasts. I, I almost never listen to the radio anymore. I almost always have a podcast on of some sort. Uh, and there's a couple that I'm listening to right now that I really enjoy. One is Nerdist which has like a billion people listen to it. So I'm sure if anyone that's listening to us probably already listened to them, but it's a really good podcast. I really like them. And then from there, I heard them talk about another one that I just started listening to called How Did This Get Made with Paul Shearer. And it's about these terrible movies and they just basically rip them apart for half an hour. So Who's Paul Shearer? He's a comedian guy. I recognize the picture on the when you bring it up, but I can't tell you what he's been in. But they have special guests and they just like, the one I'm listening to right now is Batman and Robin. They were talking about like how just going through how stupid it is on the plot inconsistencies and, and it's just it's fun. Is that for me. the George Clooney Batman? Yes, with the bat nipples. Yeah, with the nipples. Yes, uh, and they talk about the nipples and Doctor or Mister Freeze and just and just how many terrible things are in, and there's like one on Godzilla, there's one on uh, the Green Lantern, and obviously I think it's pretty new. They don't have a whole lot of episodes, but I'm as a movie guy as well. I, I find that one very enjoyable. One of these movies that I hate, they're ripping them apart too. But I think that that's just a disease that happens to lots of franchises where eventually you have somebody who's in charge of the franchise or in charge of it who just says, okay, it doesn't matter what we put out. It's going to sell and we're going to make money. It doesn't matter if the movie's good. Right. If we put out a movie and it's called Batman and there's stars in it that people like, it doesn't matter if it's it doesn't matter if Twilight is a good movie. It's there's not. A, there's enough millions of girls 
and one boy <laughs> who, who have read the book and they just want to see the characters on the screen that they have been reading about and they have pictures. They just want to see it in real life. They want to see it acted out. So they're going to make money. It doesn't matter whether it's good or bad. And I think that that just happens to lots and lots of movie franchises, movie names, which is just like Batman. One, Michael Keaton, awesome. Two, Tim Burton, okay. And then three was Tim Burton again, wasn't it? No. Three was Joel Schumacher already, and then four. Which one was three, Val Kilmer? Yes, three was Val Kilmer. Maybe it wasn't Joel Schumacher then, because then there was Batman Forever, and then there was Batman and Robin. I, I think there were five of them total. Batman Forever was Jim Carrey, wasn't it? And Tommy Lee Jones' yes. Two-Face? yes. Where are we going? <laughs> well, this is a meta example of that sometimes when you get together to play D&D, it's just not going to work. All right. People got other things on their mind. They're just we not... spent 15 minutes ca- categorizing Batman yeah, Do you just want to start over or you just want to edit all this out? No, let's just... No, at least some of it has to go out. <laughs> and, oh, well, and I'll tell you, one of the things that does aggravate Do you... Do you want to, like... We do okay. We do. I, we want. I want to do this. I don't know. But I just wasn't going towards the D and D topic for some reason. Yeah. Well, one thing I just want quickly about the nerd is that I do think is funny is all the time he says, "I'll, I'll edit this out." Clearly, he never does. Because yeah, <laughs> I hear him say it in every episode. He's like, "Oh, don't worry about. It. I'll just edit that out." But he doesn't, and it aggravates me that he doesn't. So if we say we're going to edit this out, let's please at least edit this out. 